Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level, this is Good News with Nurse Heather. I'm Canna Kenny, her trusted sidekick. And today, beautiful listeners, we have an amazing show and an amazing special guest. We have none other than Sharon Letts. She's an internationally known as a writer for cannabis magazines throughout the world. She began her love of gardening in Southern California by her mother's side, watching as she buried fish heads at the base of roses. At 24, Sharon hung her shingle, Secret Garden, planting flower beds for dainty ladies. Gardening led to producing and writing for television with Secret Garden Productions. And today, as mentioned, Sharon continues to write about gardening and all that implies, advocating for the bud, and writing for many magazines, including Dope, which is Defending Our Patients Everywhere. And we must note that those are essays that she writes. Nurse Heather? Yes, thank you, Kenna Kenny, and welcome once again, Good News listeners. You know it's been a busy few weeks, Kenny, and so, so, so many good things have been happening in the world of cannabis. You, Kenna Kenny, are known here high atop Mount Soledad as the bearer of good news, and your goodness is plentiful today, I'm sure. Can you please tell us something good? Oh, I have so much good news, Nurse Heather. And first and foremost, beautiful listeners, is we just had the first publication, the inaugural publication of Cannabis Nurses Magazine with none other than beautiful Nurse Heather on the cover of that magazine. And so if you want to get an idea of what Nurse Heather looks like and you haven't seen her before, go to CannabisNursesMagazine.com and look for her picture on the inaugural cover. And also a little bit of information about her. Congratulations, Nurse Heather. Thank you very much, Kenny. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) It was an honor. And in the world of all things that are excellent, exceptional, marvelous, and amazing, California, dear listeners, has adopted a wide-ranging tectonic shift in their medical marijuana program. It's known as Assembly Bill 266. It was signed by Governor Brown just within the last couple of weeks. We'll be preparing a seminar on this to bring all of our industry leaders and other people in the medical cannabis business up to speed. It's an amazing bill that protects our patients, protects and preserves the relationship between patients and caregivers, and allows for a better regulated commercial program, Nurse Heather. So that's a big item. And then there was yet a second one. Wow. It keeps coming. The good news keeps on coming. And the second one is that the day before yesterday, a United States District Court in the Northern District of California decided a case called U.S. versus MAM, M-A-M-M, which is the Marin Alliance for Medical Marijuana. And that case finally harbors the possible end of federal prohibition because in that case, the judge ruled that when Congress in Section 538 of their continuing resolution last year, when they denied funding for the Department of Justice and for the DEA to meddle into state medical cannabis programs, they meant it. And this judge upheld that right. It allowed a state dispensary to, to stay open. 
and it basically told the the federal government they no longer have federal funds to try to shut down state dispensaries that are in compliance with their state law. And that is beautiful news, Nurse Heather. Wow. Thank you, Kenny, for keeping us uplifted and in the know. You always have your finger on the pulse. It's a good time for the cannabis movement and a great time for the California cannabis market. You know, the innovation and creativity that is occurring here in response to this, you call a tectonic shift, Kenny, is really exhilarating and fun to watch, hear, and also read about. You know, California has a rich history, which has been written by the many important characters in the California cannabis story. Our inspiring guest today has literally written these stories to document the truth, the irony, and the insight of those who are living and creating cannabis culture, lifestyle, and wellness as we know it today. Thank you for being here, Sharon, and for being willing to share your good news with all of our listeners. Well, thank you, Nurse Heather, and thank you, Kenny. It's a lovely thing to be here. You know, you and I have some things in common, Sharon, you may not know, but it's including our love for gardening bestowed upon us by our mothers, as well as a deep understanding of cannabis plant medicine for personal health and well-being. You have written about your story and the stories of others. In particular, you wrote an essay which can be found on tokesignals.com, and it's boldly titled, Cannabis Cures Cancer take five leaves, and pray. Tell us about your journey and the good news you've discovered regarding cannabis and cancer treatment. Well, thank you. The title was, the word cure was used by a past editor that posted that in that blog. I use the word remission because, you know, we all have cancer now and our stem cells were all poisoned by toxins. And I think it's one in two people now get cancer. But the cannabis oil does put cancer into remission. I was in mainstream media. I've been in mainstream media for more than 15 years. And I was producing, uh, I was a field and segment producer in Los Angeles when I was brought up to Humboldt County nine years ago to produce a news show. So I was in Humboldt County, but I was there in media. And four years ago, I presented with lobular carcinoma in my right breast. That's the mass, not the tumor. Uh, 10 to 15% of all women in this country get this type of cancer. My sister had it two years prior and had to have surgery, chemo, radiation, the whole kit and caboodle, suffered greatly. But because of where I was, I was given the oil, and I took the 60 grams in 90 days, and it put it into remission. So it really changed my career. This is all I write about now. Wow, that's that's truly fantastic. And we love to hear these good news stories about how cannabis is changing the lives of people around the world. We hear this a lot, don't we, Canna Kenny? Oh, absolutely. And it's so amazing that when you think about it, the U.S. government has had a patent on the use of cannabis therapies. And we've known for so many years, the Virginia Commonwealth had a study that showed that cannabis was likely to become a potential cure for the three types of cancer, breast cancer, lung cancer, and skin cancer. And we've known all these things, and it's so important that as our beautiful guest brings out this information that just people have to know, Nurse Heather. Sharon, there are a lot of different cannabinoid oils that we hear about, THC oil, CBD oils. Did you use a specific type of oil or just whatever you could find at the time? 
as I said, I was in Humboldt County, and uh, Humboldt is known for not only the growing of cannabis, but it's many medicine makers, longtime medicine makers. Medicine maker made me a batch of oil specific to the Rick Simpson recipe. She used bud, stem, and leaf, whole plant theory. I believe it was a salad of both indica and sativa. It wasn't anything specific. It measured at upwards of 85% THC, which is the required THC dosing to put cancer into remission. And uh, it was very strong THC-wise. I ingested it orally, and I'm fine with THC. I'm from the 70s. I started smoking um, in 1975, so I was okay with THC. Many people aren't. I know now that I could have made suppositories with my protocol, and I would have had no or very little head high with suppositories. So when I help people now, I, I tell them that because a lot of people don't want to deal with the THC. So suppositories are really good for that. Wow. Such a wealth of information. We've got to go show a little love to our sponsors right now. But when we come back, we want to hear more about some essays that you've written and talk more about health issues. Yes, beautiful listeners. Stay tuned for a few important messages from our sponsors. And we'll be right back with Nurse Heather and our very special guest, Sharon Letts. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. shooting past a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back. Hi, atop Mount Soledad. We're back with cannabis nurse Heather and our very special guest, Sharon Letts, who is a worldwide writer of essays on cannabis and cannabis medicine and was telling our beautiful listeners about her own very compelling story about cannabis and how she used it to put her cancer in remission. Nurse Heather, 
Thank you, Kenna Kenny. You know, I'm feeling pretty dope today talking with Sharon Letts, writer and contributor for multiple media sources, including Dope Magazine. Sharon, you were telling us about your experience as a patient and your journey to medicine. But I know life is not all roses. And as a patient, you experienced issues with hypothyroidism, menopause, and other hormonal issues. You wrote about this in an essay that can also be found on tokesignals.com. And again, boldly and correctly, I may add, is titled Cannabis Calming the Bitch. Please, for the love of all things holy, tell our listeners why you wrote this article and what you've learned about cannabis and hormones. <laughs> well, the title is Cannabis Calming the Crazy Bitch, which is kind of a label that we women get sometimes when we tend to go off emotionally. And a lot of the times it's hormonal. As I wrote in this essay, I, I talk about the the witch hunts, you know, the burning witches at the stake of many of those women were adolescent girls, women in their 50s, people going through hormonal issues, and we tend to get emotional. And when I presented with breast cancer, I was already on 10 prescription meds. I was getting the typical cocktail of prescribed meds for symptoms. Because thyroid disease, you can present with up to 85 symptoms, and it's all, you know, our thyroid is what sends hormones out throughout our bodies. So it regulates all of our systems. And when you have thyroid disease, which is an environmental ailment, toxins in our environment damage our thyroids. It's up to 85 symptoms, and many of them are emotional. Suicide is in there. I was 40, 50 pounds overweight. I was manic because the Synthroid I'd taken for more than 13 years stopped working. And they added something called Cytomel, which is kind of like speed. The warning label said not to be used as a diet pill. So, you know, I was really being given all these medications that really weren't making me feel good. So when I presented with the breast cancer, I was sick already and on 10 meds. So when I started taking, I, I first started juicing leaf and then I started doing the Rick Simpson oil and put my cancer into remission. But in the process, everything went away. I started feeling better. I started being able to go to the bathroom regularly. And for thyroid patients out there, you know how that feels. Not to be able to go to the bathroom regularly is a big deal. You're, you're poisoned in that respect. So everything went away. I lost the weight. I felt better than I had in 13 years with thyroid. And I was menopausal. So thyroid with menopause in my boomer generation is known as an epidemic now. About 50% of all women have thyroid disease. And when you go into menopause with it, that's all hormonal too. It's a double whammy. You just feel crazy and broken down and emotional and the cannabis helps. You know, it comes to mind that, you know, Sharon, there may be many of our beautiful listeners who are hearing your story, maybe experiencing the same thing. How did you approach your doctors or how how did you solve that issue of getting your, you know, regular physician on board with the cannabis therapy and what would you recommend to our listeners? Yeah, that's a great question because everyone assumes because I was in Humboldt County that my doctor was totally on board and we were probably smoking joints in the office, right? <laughs> but yeah. that's that's not how it is up there. Humboldt County has a history of conservatism. I mean, it's a university town, yes, 
but it was a lumber town and a fishing town, and those are conservationists, but they're also conservative. So cannabis was very covert. Even at the time I started four years ago, even when I did my cancer treatment, we were just starting to talk about it and coming out of the smoky closet of prohibition. So my doctor, unless someone talked to her about cannabis, she would never bring it up. Even though she was in Humboldt County, it doesn't matter. She's not going to bring it up. When she watched me go from being suicidal, sick, overweight, 10 prescription meds, breast cancer, to incredibly healthy, looking and feeling good, cancer-free, no prescription meds, cannabis is my only medicine now, I taught her, she was able to learn from watching what my body went through with this plant. We both learned, ultimately, but she was enlightened greatly. So now when a patient presents to her in Humboldt County and says, well, you know, yes, I use cannabis, now she can say, oh, yes, I know. I know how this is now. I know that you can smoke. I know you can ingest. So I educated her. You know, we, we learned together. And that's what I think. People shouldn't be afraid to talk to their doctors. They want to know. They just have to see for it for themselves. And Nurse Heather has been a medical director for probably one of the longest-serving medical directors. I didn't know if you know this, Sharon, mm-hmm. but she's been one of the longest-serving medical directors for a medical cannabis dispensary out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But Nurse Heather, why don't, I'd like you to weigh in on that too because it's so important for our listeners who may be experiencing the same thing. What would you suggest on how they sort of educate their own physicians who may have no information about cannabis and want them to have that similar cocktail of 10 pharmaceuticals like Sharon described. You know, one of the tricks that I've used, and maybe it's not a trick, it's just a tactic, but when patients would come and say, my doctor won't listen to me, they think I'm crazy, they think I'm addicted, they think I'm a pothead, I would simply go to pubmed.gov, which is a website where a lot of research articles are found, and you can put in the search address bar or the search bar, you can put cannabinoid and any medical condition that you may have. And a whole lot of research articles will come up. What I would typically do is print off one, maybe two, give it to a patient and then advise the patient to go to their doctor during their next appointment and present the information and tell their physician, this is something that I've been researching. I would like to discuss this with you on my next visit after you've had a chance to look at it. You never want to put a doctor on the spot and you never want to make them feel like you know something that they don't. But some, in this case with cannabis, doctors will be, physicians will be more open if you just hand them the information and give them time and space to research it themselves. Is it going to work for every physician? No. But patients are just like Sharon. You make the difference for a lot of physicians who, once the physician understands, can then help so many other patients. You know, thank you for doing that. And, you know, I I wanted to, there's been a couple of connotations that you've spoken of, you know, regarding the witch hunt and, and these other things. And there's a quote at the end of the, at the end of the essay that you wrote that I felt was very fitting for the Halloween season that we're in. Sharon, you said, my thyroid is kaput for life. The cancer is rearing its ugly head again, and they say I may have another 10 years of menopause ahead of me, but I'm blessed with the knowledge of this plant. 
I feel good today, and the only potion simmering in this witch's cauldron is cannabis. So, you know, the the big question, you had just said that the only medicine you use is cannabis, but my question for you is really important. What are you dressing up as for Halloween this year, Sharon? (laughs) (laughs) Holly Hobby, actually. Oh, I love it. Holly Hobby, yeah, she's a vintage character from the 1970s. I guess she could be misconstrued as a witch or a kitchen witch. <laughs> oh, that's cute. How adorable. How about you, Kenny? What are you going to be? Oh, Nurse Heather, I always try to make that a surprise, as you know. But I think, you know, you'll probably find something new and something that's a little risque on the risque side. <laughs> oh, Kenny, you, you know that the only reason you're not telling us is because you haven't purchased your costume yet. You haven't even thought about it. So I'm calling you out, pal. <laughs> well, that leads us, I think, to our next break. We have enjoyed the company so far of our beautiful guest, Sharon Letts, and she and Nurse Heather have been offering some amazing information out, not only to our women listeners, but to all of our listeners. And now we have a word from our important sponsors. Please take a listen, and we'll be back in just a moment. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at karcherinsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God. It's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back, beautiful listeners. We're here with the amazing 
Nurse Heather and all of the good news that she brings into the world and our very amazing guest, Sharon Letts. Nurse Heather? Uh, Sharon, it has been wonderful having you on the show today. I know that you are currently working on so many new and exciting projects. You're a feature writer. You do magazine articles for Dope Magazine and others. You're so amazing. But particularly, I understand that you are writing a book, which is based on an essay titled Cannabis Deliver Us from Illness, a day in the life of an educated stoner. And I cannot wait to hear about the progress you're making on the book and what you've been learning along the way. Thank you. Um, I first want to clarify why I use the word stoner in the title. Many publications that I send to don't want to use it. They change the language. I'm from the 70s. I first smoked cannabis in the bathroom. It was 1975, sophomore in high school, in the gas station bathroom on the way to school. I smoked a joint for the first time. Prior to that, I had processing problems. I was failing high school. I had always been considered just not very bright. And that day, I was able to focus in school for the first time in my life. I had a assignment put in front of me to write a haiku poem, just one, and I wrote 10. By the time I was 19, I was a published poet. And I've never written anything professionally without medicating. It's my Ritalin. It truly is. I've never been diagnosed because in the 60s and 70s, they really didn't even acknowledge the autistic spectrum. Of course, now it's huge, and I'm definitely under it. So it is my only medicine. And when I put my cancer into remission and the 10 prescription meds went away, I started researching, you know, how I can keep this plant and other plant-based medicines in my system every day so that I will never have to take prescription meds again. I don't even have Tylenol in my cupboard because of my ingesting. So this Deliver Us from Illness essay I'm making into a book, is helping other people on... I first wrote the essay selfishly because so many people were writing to me saying, how do I make salve? You know, how do I make tincture? What do you do? What do you do for this? What do you do for that? So selfishly, I wrote this long essay that had all my deliveries in it, everything without THC and with THC, ingesting and smoking, vaping and topically, everything. And so that I'm making into a book now. And that's just so consistent with everything that I believe in, Sharon. And, you know, Nurse Heather and I travel a lot. We also speak, and Nurse Heather speaks at a lot of conferences. But it's so important to get that message out. As you just described it, we all have an endocannabinoid system, an introduction of the exogenous cannabinoids that we need, that our body needs, that goes back in far in the past as the invertebrate, you know, uh, animals that we've all had this endocannabinoid system. We just finished researching eight new conditions that we're seeking to add in Arizona and done all the research. 2,000 pages of medical literature and all the findings are consistent. Cannabis is something that is a first-line medication, not a last resort for just about every illness that we can find. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, definitely. And you know, for me anymore. Last year I did a, a big story on chamomile and other herbs that are just as healing. I mean, cannabis has the most medicinal compounds in it. It's the most complex and, you know, it has the highest percentage rate for putting cancer into remission. But chamomile, a study I found 
on the National Institute of Health's Library of Science website, done in 1993, co-authored by CNN's Sanjay Gupta, has chamomile mimicking cannabis. It mimics it. Oregano and thyme mimic cannabis in many properties. Strong plant-based diet with many fresh herbs and spices in your diet, you will have less infection and inflammation in your body. So it's not just cannabis, but cannabis is a very strong medicine. So I keep, you know, chamomile is very important to me. And if you have problems with THC and it affects your central nervous system negatively, either in paranoia or jitters or anxiety, chamomile will take the edge off the THC. It's very calming for anxiety issues. Wow, Sharon, it has absolutely been delightful sharing time with you and hearing your stories and and your information you have to share. Please tell our listeners where they can find you in the webosphere and feel free to leave us with any last words of wisdom that you may have. Well, I'm having a website built right now. I don't have a website for myself, but I do write for Dope Magazine. Many of my stories are on there. If you just Google my name, Sharon Letts, with cannabis, there's so many stories I've been writing consistently only on cannabis as medicine for nearly five years now. So I'm out there, and I, I am putting together this book, An Educated Stoner. The series of essays are all over the place, too. I've self, As I said, I self-syndicate. I just want to say, firstly, don't be afraid of THC because you get used to it. You really do. You can start on a very small dose and work your way up and you will get used to it. The stigma for the plant is greater than the truth right now. But for those that really don't want the THC, there are the CBD alternatives. So I think just you have, this is the most proactive medicine we can use. You have to do your own research. You have to do your own homework. You have to talk. And I evangelize the plant because until the words come out of our mouths into people's ears, they will not know. And that's biblical. So it's God's plant, God's medicine, and we just need to evangelize it. Absolutely. And like you said, start low, go slow. And cannabis is an amazing, gentle plant medicine. Thank you, Sharon, for taking time to share yourself with Canna Kenny and I and our beautiful listeners. You are truly amazing, my dear, and inspiring. Uh, Thanks again. Thank you, as are you. Thank you for your good work. Thank you. And they lived happily ever after, Canna Kenny, the end of our story. And the truth shall set you free. In the words of our amazing guest, please, Sharon Letts has done some amazing work. Track down her work. That was, we've given you some citations to where you could find it. She's an amazing writer, a gifted person, and someone who shared her beautiful love with us this morning, Nurse Heather. We're so happy and proud to have had her with us today. Beautiful listeners, thank you for joining us for this edition of Good News with Nurse Heather. You can download past episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, you can find on Facebook and Google+. This is Canna Kenny, and on behalf of Cannabis Nurse Heather, this has been Good News, and we'll see you next episode.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.